Hey, hey, welcome to Redeem Meditations. I am your host, Thomas Sandow. And uh, uh, I have some, some, somebody else with me, so, and an old friend, somebody that, that, that the show is quite acquaint, acquainted with, and uh, has, has missed him. We, we, we've all missed him. Um, um, he probably hasn't missed us all, all too terribly ter- 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 much, but we have missed him. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hi. Uh, wait, are we live? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're live. I'm so glad that this ha- happened. <laughs> I, love this. I love this show. I don't re- I don't edit anything. Okay. All right. This is already one of my fav- fav- favorite shows. L- listen, so we already need the, my tea. I don't want to alarm anybody. My tea is getting cold shirts. We need, we do need <laughs> But then the next Nefu one that we're going to make is, uh, hi, wait, are we live? <laughs> no, I did the introduction for no reason at all, Nefu. Yeah, um, it's me, it's Nephew. Um, I'm never really sure when this, I'm never really sure when, when the recording starts. I just kind of stumble into it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a while now. Um, good to be back you know but i will say that i have set the timer <laughs> because i will have to dash out at some point but um yeah it's good to be back um good to break bread with you thomas yeah yeah no 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 it's good and and those those of you who do know that net, 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 um no we are not doing our normal two to three hour podcast like but i went out and got that in right now <laughs> I'm not even sure if I have any two or three hour podcasts in, in me anymore. I mean, my last couple ones I've done, it's been like 20, 30 minutes and I'm done. <laughs> just, um, but uh, for what those show, shows were, I mean, they, they kind of need, needed to be extra long. So, I mean, think think that charismatic series, we... We probably did close to close to ten hours of recording time. Oh, it was a lot. Yeah, um, I I believe that we need to do um, a refresher of that. Not so much um, as far as an in-depth study of each of the points, but maybe a cursory. Um, walk down memory lane and see if um, there's been sort of a change in some pockets with respect to certain with respect to proponents of that movement um, see if it's if it's increased in the craziness or it's died down I think and that would be in order I'm trying to find, trying to find my glasses <laughs> I mean, uh, so, so I mean, th- th- this is kind of one thing that I I mentioned in my uh, in my 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 wilderness, um, you know, kind of kind of thoughts and different things like that, and and, and I'm sure you know, Net 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 in different chats with me and different things like that, and there's just some things I I don't have the desire to. To comment on anymore. 
Um, it's just not worth it. Um, I mean, for, for, for those that haven't listened to the wilderness episode yet, I, you know, um, there were three verses while I was, while, while I was hunting that were, were really, were really weighing on me and I was really like thinking about them and, and, and how, how, how it is to, I, I don't know, live, live those out. The first one, um, the, the, the first, first one is, is, uh, Philippians 8, 4, and it's, it's Paul's exhortation. Philippians 8, 4. Sorry? Philippians 8, 4. Bro, I have dyslexia. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at the book of Philippians wondering, (laughs) only four chapters. Dude! I have a new revelation of the book of, of Philippians, okay? There were at least four more lost chapters, alright? Like, this wasn't, like, I know Paul, like, signed off in, in, in the fourth chapter, but these are, like, the PS parts of it that, that, that got lost, okay? No. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I said that back, backwards. <laughs> Four, four, eight. Um, where, where, where he speaks on um, whatever is true, whatever is is admirable, whatever is lo- loving, whatever is pe- 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 peaceful. Dwell upon those things. Well, and especially like like the thing that really stood in my mind is like what is whatever is worthy of praise. Like dwell upon those, and I got to thinking about like. Like how much of my time do I spend just dogging a theology I've I've already I guess shown that it's bad, and the more that I dog dog that, the more I'm just like I'm real. I don't I don't spend time thinking about things that are that are praiseworthy. Because I'm too busy thinking about this stuff that is false te- teaching or heretical, um, and it's stuff that we've already talked to ad nauseum about about, about it. Um, and me talking about it only brings more attention to it. Um, yeah. And so, so then in in First Thess- Thessalonians four eleven. Paul Paul tells the the Thessalonians to seek a quiet life, and I don't know. I'm I'm not sure, especially on the Instagrams and the Facebooks, there are any Christians that seek to live a quiet life. They seek to to have one that argues, <laughs> and so. When a charge is brought upon Christians, they have the people that all they want to do is go bar brawl instead of being tactical fighters. They just see a whole bunch of like Christians, ah, there's a whole bunch of little Mark Driscolls 
just oh, we're gonna get a Mark little, little James White, Mark Driscolls, and uh, and Doug Wilsons, just just typing away. Um, and, and I don't I don't think that that's good, and and I don't think that's what we're called to as as Christians. Um, and then uh, and then that that led led me to. Uh, Romans eight twelve that uh, as much as it depends on you, live at peace with everybody. And uh, and, and I came to, and I came to conclude, conclude, conclusion that um, I can't just keep berating pe- people. That again, I've already shown that this theology is bad. I don't need to keep just beating them over the head with a hammer. I should probably spend more time in prayer for them um, rather than trying to convince them logically and theologically. Um, So now that's not saying at all that I am, I'm done um, like, talking about things and things that I think are wrong or different things, things like that. But especially when it comes to like charismaticness, wokeness, different things like that. Like we've already talked about those things at nauseum and we know that it's false teaching. We know it's heresy. There's really no reason to keep giving that attention. Like, should it really surprise us that Lecrae called out Cody Bauckham? Like, like, do, do we need to be, oh, oh, outrage, you know, do we really have to be like that? Or should we just go, yep, that's about par for the course. Well, I was a bit taken aback by that, though. Gotta be honest. Really? Really? You you didn't expect that from the guy that is part of re, re, Revoice? What? <laughs> you didn't? You didn't that that sounded surprise surprising to you. Wait, he's part of what now? Revoice! But Revoice is they support same sex as attracted. And abortion. Oh. Yes. He has oh. spoken at their events very much. Like it's, you know, it's so, I mean, th- these things shouldn't, like, surprise, surprise, surprise us. The, honestly, it, like, and, and I think stuff is weird. Like, like I saw that uh, Dead, Dead, Deadman um, po- posted something a little bit ago um, that had Mark Driscoll with Stephen Furtick. And they were like, we lost Mark Driscoll, everybody. And I'm like, what, what do you mean you just now? These two have been friends since the beginning. <laughs> These guys were friends with, uh, who, who's that one guy from Chicago that got fought? Like James McDonald. These guys did James McDonald's elephant room together. And yeah, Chandler was involved with that too. 
and and really Chandler was like the only one that was sound. I mean, there was David Cloud. Okay, no, that, that, well, I take that back. David Cloud was there too. But yes, I mean, I guess you could see the writing on on the wall, but. Shock, like, you know, there's another way to say, like, not a mean way, you know. Like, in one sense, I'm not surprised that, um, that Driscoll fella is hanging around with, um, Verdict, but at the same time, I, I think most people are surprised not because of the company he keeps in that regard, but. The depth that he has fallen when you consider where he came from or where he claimed to come from. Right, well, and it's all where he claims to come from. I mean, it's just like the, the, the Doug Wilson thing. Nobody knows where he came from. Nobody knows where Mark came from. Mars Hill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much where Doug Wilson came from. Like, like, and, and, and if you actually look at, and, and, and I want to point, like, everybody towards, and again, uh, I think, um, uh, uh, God, Gospel on Tap goes through a very deep, um, dive, and I, I will admit, Aldo does get pretty aggressive with things, and he gets very passionate about things, um, um, but if, if you want to know some, like, true facts, about Doug Wilson and his uh, his denomination. Um, listen to those those got got gospel on tap episodes. They they really reveal some stuff that is is you know it's more than just the the Christian reconstructionist thing. You know it's. It's more than just the, uh, the, the, I, 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 I mean, e- even the anti, the, the, the anti-wokeness crew thing. Um, there, there's a lot of weird stuff going on there. And he, all, although even goes so far as to call them the Moscow cult. Uh, and I'm I'm not gonna um uh, um I'm not gonna out out him or anything like that or mention. But there is somebody who's been on the show before that has gone through uh, Doug Wilson's school thing. Right. You know. Um. I mean, who, who knows if, if, you know, I I know I've been very open about my feelings on Doug Wilson and I I mean, the, the way people act about it, I I mean, you can tell that they're not a confessional people. Um, and one of the reasons why you can tell that they're not a confessional people is because when they get so mad from something being said, they want to attack you 
Like they get so mad about something being said about a person. And these guys are willing to go to war. Like I've even heard stories about people threatening physical harm to people that speak badly about Doug Wilson. That's cult leader stuff. You know, it's it, it's a trippy world in Moscow, Idaho, or yeah, Mo- Moscow, Moscow, but however you say it, Moscow, Mo- Moscow. I, see, I, and I I've heard it pronounced a different way as Moscow or something like that, and now and then I just say Bosco. Well, it's Moscow in, in Europe, but I know that in the states, y'all pronounce things differently. Y'all, did you just y'all? <laughs> Yeah. That was the worst I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, it didn't seem forced or anything, but I could definitely tell it was way out of your wheelhouse. <laughs> okay. Um, how about this? I, I, I got a weird... Um, paradigm I was thinking of the other day so you know you 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 and I have been have talked off air about um about this kind of new wave of anti-wokeness stuff as a response to to wokeness things and uh we've talked in many threads that that this is about as equally bad as the as the wokeness stuff okay so when I first started the show, there was a show I wanted to do called The Re-Emergent Church. And it was going to be about BLM and intersectionality and CRT and all these kind of things like that, okay? And n- now... <laughs> um, I, I kind of... I, I, I kind of wanted to see because I'm I'm drawing this parallel. Okay, so the Young Restless Reform happened basically as a response to the emer- emergent church that was happening. Okay, but and so now we have this kind of I don't know woke wokeness church showing up. And now we've had the response of the anti-wokeness church. And let me tell tell you, this looks a lot like the Young Restless Reform Movement. And as we have seen through podcasts and the fact that there's not really a single Young Restless Reform pastor still standing, except for maybe Kevin DeYoung. I like Kevin DeYoung. I really like Kevin DeYoung. Don't don't let us down, Kevin. <laughs> um, um, but um, yeah, I, I um, we're we're starting to see all these um, kind of like anti woke pastors show up. And it's almost in the same way that the the young wrestlers reform guys showed show up, like the like the, uh, the 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 Chandlers and the Tolians and the and the the uh, uh, who who was that Sovereign Grace guy? Um, 
his name escapes me. Yeah, it was the for the church, 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 not for the church. Uh, the for the God gospel stuff. Um, gosh, what was his name? C.J. Mahaney. Right, uh, that fella. Yeah, and then C.J. Mahaney, you know, then these guys just kind of started showing up. Um, you, you know, um, and now some of these guys that were like the YRR pastors have actually now become like. You know, kind of how Piper was like the godfather or whatever of sorts. <laughs> um, and I mean, he actually called himself the one of the fathers of the new Calvinist movement. So uh, do that with do with that what you will. Um, but <laughs> um, um, you see some of these guys that were part of the YRR movement that have have become either fathers of the woke side of things. Some of them. Some of them. Some, some of them have totally backed off of that though. Um, you know, and then they, they, you know, they're still taking, you know, um, and, and, uh, yeah, anyways. But then, now, we're starting to see an emergence of the fathers of the anti-woke church. You know, the, uh, the, the Jared Longshores and the, uh, the, the, um, the Doug Will Wilson's, Jeff Durbin's, the, the, uh, James White's, you know, um, and I'm not saying all these guys are bad or they're false e teachers or all, I mean, some of them are, some of them are, uh, dude, and here's a familiar face from the YRR. Driscoll is like the head, one of the head dudes of of the conservative and anti woke church. And right. I just we see all these YRR pastors that have like again, there's not really any of them standing. Why are we so quick to like run to these guys that are starting to emerge? Like we already saw what happened, especially we already saw. Well, there's a whole podcast dedicated on what happened with Driscoll. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I just, I, I just, I, you know, I made that kind of connection that this is basically in a different way. It's just political now instead of theological. Yeah. I think the only people that can really answer that question would be those in that um, the anti-woke move. But I would say that the reason why there is um, such a drive from the anti-woke is because this woke is permeating every um, sphere of influence, again, from political, um, um, they've already seeped into um, the church and they're trying to advance out of that. So while the anti-woke movement don't want to go political, but they are making that stand, um, I think, in a sense to provide clear picture of the absolute folly of the work movement and at the same time pointing the world um, to Christ and also reminding 
pushing it a little bit too much as far as political um, as far as politics is, is um, concerned I think well, that, the, that would be my opinion yeah and, and I think like one of the things though is that so obviously we know with the the woke church like of course that has integrated itself in their theology and so now those politics are part of their theology but then we look at um, the anti-woke crew um, and oh man it, it, it's if, if I was the, uh, man I mean, both, both theological systems in my mind are insidious. Um, they, I believe that they ultimately both point to works. They both point to, um, the law over gospel. Um, and, uh. And I, I think it just that both of them just completely confuse um, uh, so 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 theology all all together, which means you can you are greatly confusing orthodoxy. Um, and I'm not saying that anybody who is hetero heterodoxy, <laughs> jeez, um, Nefu, help me out with that word, um, heterodoxy, right? Is correct. Okay. I'm not saying everybody who is heterodoxy is bad. Okay. Um, case in point John MacArthur. Everybody knows I'm not his biggest fan. Um, but I also don't think he's bad. But you can't say that him kind of melding together with this lordship salvation thing that that's orthodoxy to, to, to sola fide just as John Piper who I am much more inclined to read and I am much more inclined to um, listen to most of the time um, I feel like he does the same thing and I wouldn't say that he is the epitome of of orthodoxy e- either. I actually think he's pretty far from it. Um, but it kind of seems like more more he gets stuff again. Him him and the, these two Johns, the John bro- bro- brothers, that couldn't be any more different. Um, <laughs> um, they seem to stuff just seems to be inconsistent with them. While when you look at some of this other stuff, and I, I don't know, maybe 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 I should just 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 talk about the stuff 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 I'm think, thinking of this um, theonomic uh, re re reconstructionist stuff. This is scary stuff, man. Like, not only. Do I think that this stuff promotes um, 
trying to change the heart of man through law and politics rather than the gospel and scripture. Uh, honestly, with the whole reconstruction thing and the theonomy thing and fighting for the law and stuff, and uh, oh man, I hate to do it too. Um, John Cooper. John Cooper. Um... I love this guy, and I love Skillet, and I I love John Cooper so much. But sometimes I don't think he understands what his words might be do- doing. And especially if he's, if you're pairing it with some of his music, that it, it could provoke to, to violence. And the reformers were very much against that. Right. They yeah. were very much against revolution. You know, um, and so while that, I do not think that that's what John Cooper is intending for things. But again, I listen to his music and his music is done very poetic, but we live in a time where nobody seems to take things poetically anymore. Everybody takes things literally. And with the way he is rallying people, I don't know, it puts it puts a little bit in, in, in me to go, maybe we should pump the brakes on that kind of language. There should not be a Christian revolution. We are not, um, we are not jo- jo- Joshua and the Israelite ar- army uh, going in through and conquering through conquest. Dude, but we still have the seven mountains. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the other thing. Doesn't the, the theonomy, in your opinion, seem a lot like Dominion theology? That's what I've been trying to say for the longest time. It does sound like that. It does look like that because they're trying to get into all these fears of mountains um, where they can um, exert influence um, and like that yeah it's it, I, I don't know and I think that like I think they confuse fun fundamental things like I I remember there was a Cooper stuff I was listening to once and John Cooper was like beside himself because because well people don't love the law law of the Lord okay duh they're sinners like what the world is not going to love the law of the Lord. So why would you think the world was would ever institute it? And so, and again, I don't like, okay, so a little bit of biblical theology here. Okay. What is the New Testament parallel to ja, 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 Joshua? The book of Joshua, Nepu, it's just your cue. We have a lot of dead air. It's been a long time since I've had a guest. <laughs> I need a co-host. So who is the New Testament's equivalent of Joshua? Okay, okay yeah, but but not not Joshua as a person. Not not Joshua. Uh, the book of Joshua. Jo- 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 
yeah, yeah, I know his, his he he's a type type of Christ. But the yeah. Book of Joshua has a New Testament parallel. Would that be Ephesians? No. Think narrative. Yes. I mean, think of it. Joshua is all about God's people going through and spreading throughout the land. What happens in Acts? Well, when persecution struck, everybody ran. Right. So they, it's about people it's about God's people going throughout the earth and inhabiting it. Right? Okay. Just instead of conquest, it's done through conversion. Okay. It's about the triumph of God's people in the midst of pagans, but instead of triumph coming through coming through warfare and and conquest it comes through love and conversion and in nowhere in Acts do I see God's people trying to fit in all these spheres I mean, think about the, the the verses that I talked about with the wilderness thing. It kind of seems like Paul's just exhorting them to be good citizens. I mean, I, I know that, you know, again, we, we read... We, we read things like Joshua and we want to get all pumped up and stuff like that, but we have to understand... That, that that one that has multiple layers of truths and reality in it. That one that was for a historical Israel, and I'm not saying that there's absolutely no re- reason for conquest to happen for war to ha- ha- happen like I understand that there are evils in this fallen world that sometimes the requirement is bloodshed and war I get that but that's not the Israelites did not go into Cana to stop to stop a great evil I mean what 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 was the mission of Israel of God's people they were to go into Canaan and dedicate the land to destruction okay but but be, be, be before, just like all throughout scripture, 
what were they supposed to be doing? They weren't just supposed to be destroying things and and make, make it and devote and vote and devote the e- evil to destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were to worship the Lord, be an example to the nations. Um, <laughs> yeah, and tell the nations. And that has always been the commission of God, right, from um, the Garden of um, Eden, for the whole purpose to um, populate the world, and so that the world may know that He is Yahweh. Hey. My daughter j- just walked in, in, in here. Nephew, you want to say hi to my daughter? Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah. 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 She she still doesn't talk. She. <laughs> hey. All right. Well, we've been doing this for, for uh, thirty. 37 minutes now 30 and 45 46 47 48 49 50 seconds, 50 seconds. um sure yeah um sounds like 30 minutes <laughs> uh, you want to do uh you, you want to do a part two on this riff because uh i don't think we uh we're uh especially we need to knock some more rut, 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 to riff, to riff some more. Um, yeah, I think we should do, like, um, a part two before we get back in. Uh, yeah. Alright. Yeah. I know that that ended with, uh, not very many finished thoughts, but, I mean, sometimes that's how riffed episodes go. And that's definitely how things go. When my uh, when when uh, my family wa- wa- walks in, so I'm gonna go be with them, and uh, we will catch you guys la- la- later. Nefu, any last words? I got two hours to sleep before I get up to go to work. <laughs> those, those, those are my last words. But <laughs> by, by the way, his tea's getting cold. Everybody, my tea don't got cold. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Absolutely. Take care. God bless, bro.